Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen, human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Wilson going to the air. Chased out by Daquan Jones. Wilson looking in zone, wide open, touchdown! First NFL touchdown for Zach Wilson. And it goes to Corey Davis. Down the middle, he's got it. Elijah Moore, the 20, the 10, the 5, touchdown. Jones has just caught flat-footed. What an excellent, excellent round. He'll hit immediately. He's got the handoff. You know that's the Q-inator. Oh, my gosh. Listen, thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it is time for midweek news and notes. And so for that, we bring in our friend who is the owner, the operator, the lead reporter, the whole shebang over at jetsinsider.com. And above all that, a very big deal, Mr. Chris Nimbly. Chris, the next time we speak, it is going to be 2022. How crazy is that? I mean, it's it's crazy that it's 1992 at this. I, I'm still, <laughs> I'm still trying to process uh, 1992 for sure. So, well, it's taken you 20 years to process it. So hopefully it won't take you another 20, but it is also going to take Jets fans a lot of time to process the fact that I'm about to throw out. And that is what we've been saying for a while. And Robert Sala pretty much confirmed it. Finally, Mekhi Becton's not going to play this season, barring a miracle. According to Sala. He is not going to make it back. You and I have talked about this. Becton's a 360-pound man with a shattered kneecap. There was never a reason to rush him. It was going to take him longer than most. Let him rehab it. He'll come back strong next year. It's disappointing that we didn't get to see him this year, but life goes on. Yeah. Uh, again, <laughs> this this is and this is, is it doesn't just apply to Becton. You can see uh, Salah is doing this thing where he just tries to be super optimistic about every single injury. And he's going to sit there and act like, uh, you know, there's a chance he wants to remain hopeful 
whether it's for the player's benefit to give them something to look forward to rehabbing, it's something that he's doing. But uh, this was obvious at the time that it would be really foolish to try to rush him back. And now I'm saying that that's because at the time that happened, you know, I'm saying there's no playoffs down the road. So that's probably what Salah's thinking too, is maybe we get him back. And then if we do can make a late run, who knows? But there was no chance that was ever going to happen. There is no need. You're not trying to rush him back for a game or two. Just get him into the offseason and let him stay healthy all offseason, train and can come into a training camp in peak shape and conditioning and be ready to go and just t- hit the ground running. That's that's the most important thing. And, you know, that, that should be it at any time when you're on a team – like this, nearing the ends of the season, someone's coming back. You, you got to make sure they're ready to walk through those doors 100%. Chris, unfortunately, Makai Becton is not the only injury news we have along the offensive line. Connor McGovern came out of the game. He looked really shaken up, and now we find out it's an MCL injury. He's going to miss the rest of the season. He actually played pretty well this year, especially compared to last year where he had a really rough first season with the Jets. I'm not entirely sure what's going to happen going forward because he does carry a sizable cap hit. I'm thinking maybe the Jets approach him and try to restructure his deal because he played well enough to stay, but his season is over and he will not play the final two games. Yeah, one thing, you know, uh, Joe Douglas talked about this during the offseason beforehand, uh, how he expected Connor McGovern to have a much better year this year because he was this is the type of system that he's a fit for and uh it it, he was proven correctly uh you you saw it uh you know does does that mean that he's the best center in the league and you can't upgrade over him of course not but he's been pretty good he's been really good actually and like i've been saying all season long uh well not all season long but you know around like week three or four where it turned the offensive line has been a really pleasant surprise this year and They've had their moments where it's been bad, but uh, Fant has it has been excellent. McGovern's been better than expected. Morgan Moses came along. Elijah Vera Tugger, like um, Tardif, uh, Tardif has been better since he's been a uh, got here. So it's it's been a, a, lo- a much more progress than expected, and McGovern is definitely a part of that. Uh, right now, I would I would think that you know. So I would lean towards saying that he will be back as the starting center next year, but we'll we'll have to wait and see how everything shakes out, how it plays out. Um, but yeah, you you've seen that Joe Douglas was proven right at least about that how he's a better fit here, and he's obviously going to miss the rest of the season, but that's fine. Uh, you know, again, he they're going to make sure he's ready for the off season and everything, but he he's definitely been a pleasant surprise this year. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. 
offer a solution. Utilize cutting edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. COVID protocol updates. Here's who is returning as of now. Flacco, Yaboa, Carter II, Jackson, Marshall, Dawkins, Nazareldine, and Fadakasi. So those guys are back. The Jets get themselves some reinforcements. It, some guys go in, some guys come out, uh, come back. Uh, <laughs> it's just a, a, a rotating, uh, like shuffling of players in and out. Uh, you're all, you got COVID, you're off the COVID list and you can play and you're injured. So you have to be out of the season, but you're just getting back from injury. And, and Oprah's giving out a car here and there. And <laughs> it's just, like, they, this is the season, man. <laughs> but we're, we're, we're just getting so close, so close to, to the end of the season. And then where I will actually feel like I have worthwhile things to say, because every, every single thing you ask me, every single thing anyone says to me, I'm just going straight to like off season uh, mode, my brain. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm thinking about. Just get me to the off season so we can talk about this. The off season will come soon, but we do have two weeks left and this game against the Buccaneers is coming up. So we've got to talk a little bit about all the movement on the roster. As we said, those guys cleared COVID protocols. Jets also expected to get Laurent duvernay Tardif back, as well as Elijah Vera Tucker, John Franklin Myers and Ashton Davis. Robert Sala has cleared protocols, so he is back. However, Bryce Hall and Tyler Croft on the COVID list. So as of right now, their status for Sunday up in the air. Yeah, uh, up in the air. We went through this last week, of course. Uh, there's no real way to know. We just have to wait and see until game day if they clear the COVID list. Um, but, you know, again, we got, we got the Bucks this week, or, or the Bills this week, and then the, the Bucks there. Then, I mean, what do you expect? A point where competitive winning does is there a fan out there that really still cares at this point uh you just the one thing you really care about is you want to see zach wilson continue to make improvements and while he's still not playing like you know great or anything he's the game's clearly slowed down for him he's not overwhelmed and that's that's a, a good thing he's not making the disaster mistakes he was earlier in the year and there's there's plenty of times for it. There's times in the game where I'm like, oh, it could happen here, but he's avoiding it. And that's that's got to be promising for fans to see. It'll be a lot more promising for his prospects of having a good game on Sunday against Tampa Bay if two of his best receivers are in the game. 
And we still don't know if that's going to happen. Elijah Moore is on IR and apparently the COVID list. He's 50-50 to make it back. They said he's got some hurdles to clear. Also, Jamison Crowder is 50-50. He's still got that injury that he's recovering from. On the plus side, Elijah Riley, who we all got scared about a couple of weeks ago when he had that nasty concussion He is back and at practice, so Elijah Riley is back. Still don't know whether or not Elijah Moore or Jamison Crowder are going to play, and the last two weeks it would be nice to see them out there just because, as you said, they would absolutely help Zach Wilson's development the rest of the season. Yeah, that, and again, that's that's it. That's that's all you really care about. Uh, that's absolutely it, and you know, don't care about the score, but if you can – get him some help things to make him look better then that'd be great uh that that's the focus that's what you got to care about and then yeah with elijah riley that's that's just a great thing considering the injury what we saw uh, i was thinking about this the other day i've seen a, a few of those this year uh a little bit more than normal this year it's it started in training camp we had some of those so uh that it's definitely good to see that nothing happened there but yeah again this these last two games, all you care about, all you want is is Zach Wilson. What's he doing? How's any better? And get him as much help as possible to give you, you know, that that hope going into the off season. I know the Jets fans are all too familiar with this feeling. Seasons winding down, just trying to get some hope and a prayer to hang your hat on for the young quarterback going into the next season. And we know sometimes you've gone in with that hope and it's crushed you immediately the next season, but you still rather have that hope than just outright, just, you know, no hope. Some more news and notes, Chris. Javin White, a linebacker from the Raiders practice squad, has been signed to the Jets' active roster. The Jets also grabbed veteran tight end Josh Perkins to put on their practice squad. He's played with Atlanta, Philadelphia, and San Francisco. No big surprise here, but Braxton Berrios, who had a big day against the Jaguars, a touchdown on a kick return, was named Special Teams Player of the Week. And also, we talked about Robert Sala clearing COVID protocols after missing the game this past Sunday. Well, looks like the Buccaneers may not have their coach on Sunday. Harold Goodwin is poised to take over. He is right now the coach of the Buccaneers temporarily, the run game coordinator and assistant head coach. While Bruce Arians recovers from COVID, no word yet as to whether or not he is going to make it for Sunday. I'm a little bit surprised that it wasn't Todd Bowles, but it is going to be Harold Goodwin. So a couple of names added, and then, of course, we don't know what's going to happen yet with Bruce Arians. Hopefully he clears COVID protocols because I'm always entertained by Bruce Arians. He's one of the more fun characters in the NFL. Yeah, he's he's hilarious. He's just... He doesn't really hold back a, a lot in a lot of the same ways that other coaches do. Uh, you know, he's a very different personality to Rex, but it it's a kind of similar vein where it's just like he's his own person. You can't compare the way that uh, Arians goes about talking to the media and everything to any other coach. Um, and you can't compare it to Rex either. They're both completely just their own person. It's very entertaining, though. Let's go through some of the quotes from throughout the week. Robert Sala on Zach Wilson's third down completion to Braxton Berrios late in the game. I'll argue with LaFleur that it was the best throw that Wilson has made all season. Why? Because six-man pressure was in his face. He had good tempo, was strong, and accurate. 
Salah on Tom Brady, no question. The greatest who's ever played that position. I would expand that and say he's the greatest to ever play football, but certainly the greatest quarterback of all time. Salah had another interesting comment on Brady. Said, if you ever want to see what a coach would look like if he still had the ability to play, it's Tom Brady. Makes sense to me. He's always been like a coach on the field. Everybody's talked about his leadership, how he recruits players, how he works with them both on and off the field. So I'm not surprised to hear Robert Sala say something like that. Sala told a funny story about one of his best friends, Matt LaFleur, who is obviously the head coach of the Packers, said he was FaceTiming with LaFleur during the game. LaFleur, whose TV feed was a few seconds ahead of Sala, was calling out plays. Sala told him to stop it, but knew something big happened by Matt LaFleur's reaction on the McDermott touchdown. So it's kind of like when you're chatting with a friend and you're both watching the game, but he's got the satellite feed and you've got the regular feed and one of you is ahead and you have to tell him to stop making reactions live on the phone because it's ruining it for you. That's essentially what was happening there. But instead of it being two regular fans talking, it was Robert Sala being informed of what his actual football team was doing by his best friend, who is also a head football coach. So that's a funny dynamic. Last quote to talk about Morgan Moses on whether or not he'd like to re-sign with the Jets. You hear the chatter in your ear about how bad the organization has been, but he says he personally hasn't witnessed that, claims he loves playing for the Jets, but will be a free agent, and we'll see what happens. So that's more or less him saying, hey, it's cool here, but whatever happens, happens. So Chris, your thoughts on everything Robert Salas said throughout the week and Morgan Moses' comments about his impending free agency? Yeah, I mean, with Morgan Moses, what what do you expect there? That's (laughs) especially... With how it ended in Washington, then he gets released and he's, you know, teams are set there. So he didn't really get to do a full free agency uh, tour there. He's going to weigh his options. He's going to go and see what the best deal, who's offering him the most and all that type of good stuff, as he should. And, you know, of course, the Jets uh, Jets have options as well. Um, you know, you obviously with Beckton coming back, you got Fant, who's played really good there. This year has been absolutely great. Uh, and then they can also go in uh, the draft. So if Morgan Moses does go somewhere else, there's plenty of uh, avenues and uh, options for the Jets to go ahead and fill that in there. Um, and then, you know, obviously he comes back. You take what he says uh, about, you know, the dysfunction here. The players really typically don't care about that. You know, um, you might care about that if you're, Look, if part of it is give me the best opportunity to shine, like a receiver might be looking for, uh, you know, a quarterback to play with, that type of stuff. But usually it's not something that players really think about. And, yeah, so, you know, that that uh, quote uh, from Sal about Brady is, is pretty interesting as well. Uh, it, it's a good way of putting it that the whole – he if a coach could still do it. Cause that, that, that is what, that's what it is. And that's what it looks like. And he's, you know, he's, he's a young coach just, just starting as a coach, but he's, he's, uh, he's, he definitely doesn't look like a spring chicken as the people like to say, which uh, he's, he's, you see him laboring out there, but he's still getting it done and he's getting it done because he knows what he's doing because he's so cerebral right now. And we saw it with Peyton Manning at the end of his career as well. 
He certainly does know what he's doing, and over the years, he's really known what he's doing against the Jets. Here's his record and his stats against the Jets over the years as he prepares to play them for most likely the final time in his career. 38 times he's played against the Jets. His record is 30-8. and eight. This, of course, includes the playoffs where they were 1-1. One and one. We know the famous game where the Jets beat the Patriots in the playoffs, the Bart Scott can't wait game. There was also a meeting in 2006 when Mangini was here for his first year, and the Patriots won that one. So as I said, 30-8, and eight, so winning percentage of 79%. 62.3% completion percentage, 9,160 yards passing, 61 touchdowns, 16 interceptions, quarterback rating of 93, and he has taken 61 sacks, which is actually a lot more than I would have expected. So Tom Brady has had quite a bit of success against the Jets, and I will say, Chris, if you're looking for a reason to go to this game, even though obviously the Jets are 4-11 and and this isn't something that's going to matter in the long run. The final chance to see Tom Brady in person seems like a good excuse to me. I'm looking forward to seeing it, and it's going to be nice weather, so it should be a fairly pleasant atmosphere. Like I said, we have to appreciate as much as he's frustrated us as Jets fans over the years. Well, not you, Chris, because you're not a Jets fan, but those of us who are Jets fans, it's really made us angry many, many times to watch him just torture our favorite team. But you have to appreciate on some level that he is the greatest to ever do this. And he's been this great for this long and we will probably never see it again. So final chance to see it in person. Highly recommend going if you have the opportunity. Last thing I wanted to bring up here, Chris, talking about legends because we said that Tom Brady is the greatest to ever do it. Well, unfortunately, we lost the greatest to ever be a color commentator for the sport of football. And that, of course, is John Madden, an absolute titan in the industry. The thing that's amazing about John Madden is he's one of the few who was a very successful head coach, won a Super Bowl with the Raiders, walked away at a relatively young age, had tons of offers to come back, but was never interested. Usually you see these guys, even a guy like John Gruden, who was away for a long time, eventually the lore just became too much for him to come back. Madden never came back. He became a legend as a color commentator. Obviously, he and Pat Summerall were together for a long time. Then he was with Al Michaels. And then also, there's a whole generation of people that may not even be football fans per se, but they know him because that video game, John Madden Football, has been the football video game for decades now. So he is a titan not only of football, not only of the television industry because of all the years that he spent as a color commentator, but a titan of the video game industry as well. Just an unbelievable icon in so many different ways. He passed away at age 85. Very sad to see. I know he'd been out of public life for a while, but still, anytime somebody like that who's had such a big part in so many people's lives, even people that didn't know him, it is sad to see somebody like that pass away. Although I will say, 85 years old, and boy, did he live one heck of a life. Yeah, I, somebody just was one of those people that you could just tell how much he loved football, just listen mm-hmm. to him talk about it. Mm-hmm. And somebody that loved that sport and was around that sport and got to spend as much time doing what he loved. Uh, you could hear it in every single syllable he said. And he, you know, made the football world a better place, that's for sure. So it's he's been out of the public eye for a while, but his his legacy will stay for forever. No question about it. And you know that every single person who wanted to be an NFL announcer growing up over the last couple of decades, they wanted to be John Madden. John Madden with his chalkboard and 
all of the diagrams and all of that. He's been missed in the booth for several years since he retired, and now, unfortunately, he passes away. But like I said, his legacy will live on forever, and I think we all know a lot more football because of him. Chris Nimbley, the owner, the operator, the lead reporter, the whole shebang over at JetsInsider.com. And above all that, a very big deal. Thank you so much for coming on for this midweek news and notes. Really appreciate it. Make sure you check out everything Chris is doing over at JetsInsider.com and follow him on Twitter at JetsInsider and at CNimbley. Check out everything we're doing at PlayLikeAJet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. The Thunder from Down Under, Luke Grant, is going to have a fantastic All-22 review of Zach Wilson's performance against the Jacksonville Jaguars, one of his better performances of the season. So watch all the videos that are on the channel and subscribe if you haven't already. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. We've got the Zach Says Go Long shirt, the Zach the Ripper shirt, the Quinn and Williams, John Franklin Myers, Bless You, Thank You shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. And make sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, it'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, 
To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.